VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. It's always an honor and pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such wonderful, inspirational guests that help you live the life that you want to live. I really do believe that dreams can come true, and I've been doing Positive Living and Positive People programming for 25 years, and I've stayed with the course, and now people really do want the solutions. We're tired of negative news, and although we do hear it, we need to know what the positive solutions are and what the hope is, and there's certainly lots of hope. I've got two wonderful guests on for you today, Jody Badger and Jenny ba- Jody Bagger. Sorry, Jody. Oh, it's okay. Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass. They are co-authors of Grain-Free Gourmet, delicious recipes for healthy living. And Grain-Free Gourmet celebrates good food. It transforms recipes for, from traditional favorites like pizza, lasagna, cakes, pies, cookies, and other classics into grain-free versions that are even better than the originals. And this book is full of delicious alternative and health-conscious foods for people with lactose and gluten intolerance, high cholesterol, or digestive and intestinal disorders, which Jody and Jenny had experienced and found each other and decided to write this book. Welcome, Jody and Jenny. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Tell us how you created this book, and then we're going to move to the holidays because the holidays is a challenging time for people to eat this way. So let's talk about your experience and how you found it and why you feel it's just so important. Sure. Well, I mean, Jody and I both suffered from, as you said, from intestinal diseases. I have celiac disease, and Jody is in remission for ulcerative colitis. And traditional methods of treating these conditions didn't work for us, and we both encountered uh, or were introduced to the specific carbohydrate diet which was developed by an American physician uh, in the 40s and 50s and uh, named Dr. Sidney Haas. And uh, the diet was made famous by Elaine Gottschall um, in her book, Breaking the Vicious Cycle. Mm-hmm. So, so we basically, Jody and I, met at a potluck here in southern Ontario in Canada um, for people who are on the specific carbohydrate diet. Mm-hmm. And we met each other and realized that we both loved to cook and we, we were making delicious recipes that our friends and family absolutely loved, even though they were sort of alternative versions to the, the usual uh, things that you might eat. And people were asking for our recipes and everyone kept saying, you guys have to write a cookbook. So we did. <laughs> Basically, we, we did. And we're thrilled that it, it came together. And uh, that's how grain-free gourmet uh, developed. Tell us both what you would, before we get into, you know, some of the the physical symptoms or those kinds of things. I mean, that's important in a way, but I think what's more important is really looking at what can we do about this. I mean, I think for folks that have any of these diseases, the first thing they think about is, oh, oh, I'm going to be deprived. You know, just one other thing that I've got to do with everything else I'm going through. And so how do you help people overcome that barrier to get, to the food? Well, you know, I, I, I think that, first of all, if you're going to make any sort of major change in your life, any sort of lifestyle change, even right. if it's not diet, it includes exercise, anything, people have to be ready to do it. It's a right. very hard thing. If somebody is not ready to do it, um, it's very hard to get them to do it. But if people are feeling ready for a change and ready for something new and different, um, you, you just have to... to help them understand that just because you're doing things differently, it doesn't mean that it's harder or more trouble or, you know, that they're going to feel deprived. Right. Give them some samples, start with some really simple recipes, and before before you know it, you'll realize that it, it just takes minor, really minor modifications in the way you eat um, okay. to to help you. All right, Jody, uh, give, us some, give us one quick tip for the holidays. Oh, Quick tip for the holidays, don't eat fast food. Just because you're rushing about doesn't mean you have, it's an excuse to eat things you shouldn't eat 
because you're going to pay for it later. Mm-hmm. Think, in, mm-hmm. think in advance. Plan. Make a batch of muffins. Put them in the freezer. If you know that you're going straight from work to the mall to do some shopping, take out a muffin in the morning, put it in your briefcase, put it in your purse, and have some have a, a nutritional, a good snack that's not going to Okay, but these muffins can't be made with wheat, correct? No, they are not made with wheat. These muffins are made with almond flour. Okay. All right, so now we get into the cooking piece. Okay. And my question for you is what if, you know, people don't cook? Well, you know, there are some solutions. First of all, if you're not, we have to get over the idea that preparing food for ourselves is inconvenient. Okay. Convenience food is something that you pick up at a grocery store. It's not necessarily, okay, or something Mm -hmm. that you pick up at a fast food restaurant. There are options. You know, I get customers, I've got to tell you, through my business, uh, JK Gourmet, I get customers all over the States and, uh, and Canada who call me. And sometimes they call me and they are, um, they are debilitated. They have terrible symptoms. They can't stand up long enough to make a batch of muffins. Mm-hmm. And this, my best su- suggestion to them is do a Google search in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. get in contact with a culinary school in your neighborhood, something, find a personal chef, get a menu, give them the recipes and let them come over to your house Make your food and put it in your freezer. Okay. All right. And, this is and, and the reason that you're both saying that is because, and this is what I want to stress, is that it's what you're saying is that what you're doing with food is life-altering and life-saving in a, in a lot of ways. It's life, it is um, life, oh, what's a, it's a silly expression, a re, life re-giving. You are giving mm-hmm. yourself back your life. I lost my life. Really? Trisha, I was sick as a dog. I was running to the bathroom 20, 25 times a day. Mm. I couldn't carry my children mm. up and down the stairs. Wow. I had two babies. I was nursing one of them. Mm-hmm. And I could, every piece of nutrient, right. that any nutrient that I was retaining, I was giving to him when, he, when I was nursing. Mm-hmm. And so I had, so if someone had asked me to go and cook a batch of muffins, I would have laughed. I said, I can't, I, I can't do that. So people yeah. come to us sometimes when they are at their absolute lowest. Mm-hmm. And we have mm-hmm. to, you have to have strategies mm-hmm. to get them through the hardest part where they can, uh, where their bodies can heal themselves and they can begin to live again. Right, and I think sometimes, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, but this is sort of my intuitive piece here, is that I think it's sometimes hard for people to really believe that just through food, now I'm just, I'm putting, I'm putting quotes around the just. Yeah. That just through food you could really heal yourself from such debilitating diseases. Am I right about that? Absolutely, absolutely. We've all been brainwashed to a certain extent to, to believe that drugs are the answer to everything. And right. You know, sometimes they are. Drugs are very important, and we are far from anti-drug. Um, the drugs are very important because some people aren't helped by diet and really need uh, drug therapy, and it can be an essential part of someone's recovery. But, again, along with that, that you know, philosophy comes um, a resistance to believing that food can have such a powerful effect mm-hmm. on your yeah. body. And yeah. if it can have a negative effect, then you have, to, you have to wonder why can it not have a positive effect. For example, um, uh, too much food makes you overweight. Um, food can trigger migraines. Food, bad, the wrong food can give you heart disease. It can trigger obesity, obviously, as I said, but, and diabetes. Why can't eating the right food heal you? In the same way, and why can't eating the wrong food be? Why can't eating the ba- wrong food have something to do with how your colon is behaving? Mm-hmm. You know, so this is—it's mm-hmm. a stretch. Our doctors aren't necessarily trained in this, um, but we—and but I think some of them are opening their eyes and mm-hmm. realizing. Let that me ask you something. To do with this. Is this similar now for people? We read about this who have arthritis, and so many folks have arthritis, whether it's mild or moderate or severe. And when you talk about the anti-inflammatory diet, which is staying away from the nightshades, you know, the potatoes and eggplants and tomato and and mushrooms, and then staying away from wheat and staying away from dairy, is your program similar to that? Does it have an anti-inflammatory component? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was adorable. That was adorable from the co-authors. Isn't that great? Who's right? We're really, we're really, well, we're both right. Okay. All right, Jenny, you explain the no, and then I'll explain the yes. <laughs> okay. Well, no in that it's not primarily aimed at that um, is what I meant. 
Okay. Is, is that that's not, you know, that's not what it was originally developed for. No, I understand. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, Jody, why don't you explain the okay. yes? And the yes, because if you are, if you, part of the, um, the problem when you have Crohn's or colitis is that you have um, inflammation of the colon. Uh-huh. And if you can just feed your body the food that it um, does not react to and you, you combat the bad bacteria that's in your gut, Mm-hmm. Then it has time to heal itself, and therefore, it, it, you know, in some ways, it's an anti. It it works to mm-hmm. anti-inflame. Good. All right, we're going to take a break. Um, my guests are Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass, and they are co-authors of this wonderful, delicious book, The Grain-Free Gourmet: Delicious Recipes for Healthy Living. And people can log on to give them the website www.grainfreegourmet.com. All one word. Okay, great. Particularly if you have any uh, problems, digestive problems or colitis or any of these kinds of problems, which we'll talk more about after the break. And certainly, folks, you are welcome to call us. We're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. We're at 866-472-5788 for questions for Jody and Jenny on Grain Free Gourmet. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Rask, and we'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. At least 90% of sports success requires mental strength, and the greater the competitive level, the more critical it becomes to build that mental muscle. Tune into Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Your host, Jim Meyer, sports psychology coach, consultant, and author, offers practical, powerful, and positive mental game, tools, tips, and techniques. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental game with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood jet set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin. And we have great guests on today, Jody Bagger and Jenny Last, talking about the grain-free gourmet. And these are recipes... Uh, that are grain-free, refined sugar-free, and actually they have low lactose. And uh, Jenny Badger and Jenny Bagger, Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass are living proof of the healing powers of the food that they create. Both diagnosed with debilitating diseases, they turn to the specific carbohydrate diet to control their symptoms. After meeting at a potluck, they began experimenting in the kitchen, and now they are co-authors of this wonderful book. And Jody Bagger is the president of J.K. Gourmet, a Canadian almond flour baked goods company and baking services consultant. So, and, and Jenny Lass is a freelance medical writer and cooking instructor. So welcome back, Jenny and Jody. Thanks. All right. Let's talk about Hanukkah and Christmas. Hanukkah is the potato latkes, and Christmas is the Christmas cookies. Yep. And the sugar. And I'm sure many other things, too. Yes. And candy canes. You know, so many, so many people um, use the use the holidays as an excuse to indulge in things that they shouldn't be eating. And what we want 
to get across to people is that you can indulge in things you should be eating and you're not depriving yourself by doing so. There are tons of recipes, lots of things to eat where you don't have to be eating the stuff you shouldn't be eating, where you can still follow the diet you should be following. And I don't like diet. I mean the way of eating that you should be eating, whether it's for your your intestinal issues, whether it's Crohn's, colitis, celiac, whether you suffer from any of those, or you just want to eat healthier, well, mm-hmm. indulge in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And Grain-Free Gourmet gives you those op- this, these mm-hmm. options. For Hanukkah, we were talking about, um, I mean, I, I grew up on potato latkes for uh, for Hanukkah. Well, now, now wait a minute. Can you do potatoes in this in your diet? No. no. Oh, <laughs> you you got a no, a no for no, that, was a, that, was a, that was a double no. no. <laughs> Two thumbs down. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right, so talk to me because that's a hard, the potatoes is a hard one for me. I was saying during the break I could give up chocolate before I could give up potatoes. Yeah, you can't have potatoes, you can't have have yams, um, and I know... uh, And the reason for that is, please, starchy. The starchy, it's it's, it's more than a mono... uh, mono So too much sugar. Too much sugar? It's, it's, It's a little too complex for the least intestine to digest. It's not a monosaccharide. What about other um, um, root vegetables, like, for example, like a, a turnip or rutabaga? No? Um, turnip, I don't think turnips are allowed. I've never cooked no. with a rutabaga, but I know celeriac is okay, which is the root bulb of the celery. And I've got to tell you, Jenny and I are working on our, on our second book. Yeah. Um, our, back in April, our publisher came to us and they said, we want another one, which was great not to have to shop it around. And um, I've... And I have a new recipe. We have one in this book for celery root mash, and it is amazing. And we also have a cauliflower mash in this one. There are substitutes for potatoes. Like? Like celery <laughs> well, root and cauliflower. And actually, I use, uh, in the new book, I'm, I'm using um, squash as a topping for shepherd's pie. So, you know, I use I actually use a lot of squash. You know, And, and I don't free. like squash, so yeah. I use cauliflower. That's uh-huh. right. Uh-huh. So we balance each other out. It works out. What about, what about things like chocolate that people love? Could they go to carob, for example, or cocoa? No. Again, um, it has to do with complexity and, and ease of digestion. Carob and cocoa are no-nos. But the good news is uh, we have wonderful creations like nutty caramels, which basically taste like um, the inside of, of a, you know, a chocolate. How do you it's make like those? With, what do you make those? Um, you take a cup of honey. And you boil it. It's easier if you have a candy thermometer, but you boil it, um, and then you add a, a cup of nut butter. Usually, I love cashew butter, uh-huh. and you mix it up. You throw in some butter, mix it all up, put in, toss in some pecan chunks, and spread it out on a pan, and let it chill in the fridge. Voila, candy, and you can make it chewy. You can make it hard. Oh, you can make it any way you like, and, and it, you can't it is, stop it. One, it's, yeah, it's, it's People people are addicted to it. It's a huge hit at parties. Fabulous for entertaining. And you know what? It's it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you know what? The, the chocolate thing. You you have to determine whether it's the love of chocolate you like, or is it the need for a sweet fix? And if it's a, yeah. if it's a sweet fix, there are a lot of substitutes. Mm-hmm. And if it's and if it's the love of chocolate and the taste and the texture. Um, uh, then, you know, you, there's certain things you have to make, you have to yeah. make sacrifices yeah. for. And then you decide at a certain point, I'm going to indulge in it, and you'll see if you pay for it, and you hope you don't, and then you go back to, to the way you should be eating. Mm-hmm. What about, um, I do want to address this, because I want you to talk about some things that you can do with the holidays, but what about cheating? You know, what about having a little of something that's not on the list? What's your well, feeling about that? I, I, I have to tell you that, you know, once people on the rule is for the specific carbohydrate diet is once you're past a year symptom-free, uh-huh. you can do what's called 90-10. So you're on strict SCD 90% of the time, and 10% of the time you can have little cheats. And I know I'm 90-10 right now. I'm sure Jody is. Yeah. And um, so that involves, like, oh, for example, when I have a, a hamburger, I certainly won't have a burger with a, a, a bun or something like that or with breadcrumbs in it, but what I'll do is I'll use regular a regular blob of ketchup, which is loaded with sugar, but it's just a tiny amount of sugar because I'm having a tiny blob of ketchup. Mm-hmm. So with those kind of small cheats here and there, once you're, you know, once you're healthy again, uh, are, are okay. I mean, it's okay to cheat a little bit. And, 
everybody has their limits. I'll know if I have, you know, I can have the small amount of sugar in a blob of ketchup, but if I have a whole can of soda that's not diet, that has all the sugar in it, I'll be really sick. So everybody has to know their limits. And when you say sick, uh, diarrhea, bad... Diarrhea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you are acute, if you're on a diet like this and you are acute... Um, and, and don't fool around. You don't, no, no, no. For one whole year, you are, you are, um, fanatical about it. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, and then you can begin to, to make your, uh, informed choices. Alright, so let's, let's give some tips for what you can eat at the holidays. Just give it, throw out some recipes or some ideas mm-hmm. for things that, that you can have for people who have, now let's go over the, the diseases that people, we're looking at ulcerative colitis, mm-hmm. right? Right. Crohn's. Crohn's. Celiac. Celiac. Irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable bowel, okay. Um, uh, autism. Autism, okay. Uh, All right. And, and, then, and, and then even diabetic. What about arthritis? Arthritis. Well, see, it's funny because a lot of people who have uh, Crohn's disease also develop rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so I, I don't, there's nothing in the diet that is counterindicated or, uh-huh. or, or not good for someone who has arthritis, okay. but it might not be the cure-all for, the, for arthritis. All right, so give us some things that we can have at the holiday time. Okay, my favorite, spiced honey chicken. Okay. Easy, one dish, a one dish dish. You pop it in the oven and you serve it family style. Just bring it to the table. And the best thing about this is, even if you overcook it and burn it, it is not. It's not ruined because it's supposed to caramelize and get all those rich, dark, beautiful colors. And it is amazing. So it's with honey. Yes, that's right. It's like it's, it's almonds, it's, yeah. cinnamon. Oh, mm. it is. Yeah. Um, it is so good. And you just it's one pot. It's 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 one dish. And you put it in the oven. Okay. Easy, mm-hmm. easy. So that's the main course. Um, appetizer, the asparagus squares. Marinated oh, asparagus squares. What I love about the marinated asparagus squares is that they can be either baked entirely and then frozen and thawed out and just warmed up for when pot company pops, uh, pops by, or right. half-baked. You bake it halfway, you put it in the freezer, and then you bring it out, you bake it the second half, and then you have warm um, or does for when your company comes by. The thing about this stuff is that no one who eats it ever suspects they're eating stuff that's different, number one. And number mm-hmm. two, no one who eats it shouldn't be, there's no one who shouldn't be eating it, uh, except if you're anaphylactic. I'm not, you know, we're not talking, if you have nut allergies, don't go anywhere near this stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, there's no one who, who, who will object to eating this way. Okay. All right, give us another one. Well, I, I want to talk about dessert because that's my favorite part of any meal. Um, <laughs> and a couple of my favorites, something that's really low maintenance and looks impressive and always tastes good and always comes out well is apple galette, which is just like a free-form apple pie, and it's just simple, and it's basically fruit and nuts. So you're serving people a healthy dessert that tastes like it's junk food, but it's not. It's really healthy for them. Mm. Um Something perhaps slightly less so healthy. So how, how do you make that then? Oh, easy, easy. Everything's mixed in one bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you, well, except for the apples. You just peel the apples, you cut the apples, and you just saute them until they're a little soft. You roll out the dough that you've mixed. You put the, you dump the apples in the middle, and you fold the dough up around, and you bake it. Mm. So no, even, no pie crust. There's nothing. You throw out, throw away. Yeah. There's no. Pie you know, cake. it's so it's so interesting you say that because so many times if I eat an apple pie, I just eat the apples. <laughs> I, I really love, you know, really love that part. Now let's talk a little bit about dairy, uh, cheese, cream. I'm going through my list here of the things I love: cheese, cream, um, cream cheese, ricotta, sour cream, butter. Okay. Um, we on the on the book you you read it you when you described the book you said low lactose right um, now it, depending on how you follow the recipe we have a substitution chart in the in the cookbook that we have included so that people who don't have severe issues don't have to make severe substitutes uh-huh. for example the yogurt we make our homemade yogurt we suggest that if you have digestive issues and you follow the specific carbohydrate diet you make your own yogurt. And any recipe that calls for yogurt, you use your homemade yogurt. Mm-hmm. But regular people don't have to do that. So they can buy store-bought. So that is where the, 
that is the difference between low lactose and no lactose. Okay. So the the yogurt, the homemade yogurt that we make, is virtually lactose-free because we ferment it for 24 hours. So even people who are extremely lactose intolerant, i.e. Jenny. Yes, I was about to say, like me. Mm-hmm. Can eat as much yogurt as she wants, mm-hmm. and she never has a problem with it. Right. So, so the low lactose is because, in general, this will allow... Um, it, um, it, we do have some areas where there is lactose, for example, if you're not making your own yogurt. But then the cheeses that we suggest, they're virtually lactose-free too. All like, the cheeses are lactose-free. What about like goat cheese? The goat cheese, well, in, in, the, in the new book, we have uh, homemade goat yogurt and, I make my, and we make our own goat cheese. Uh, because goat cheese, again, that's, it's too fresh. A goat brie is okay because that's aged. Mm. Okay, but a regular chèvre is too fresh. But if you if you make it yourself out of goat yogurt, then it's fine. What about that cheese called Jost? Jost, G-E-O, it's brown. It tastes, it's very, very sweet. It's made from goat. I don't know if you know what I'm I talking about. I don't know that. I'm not familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, G-E-O, it's a Norwegian cheese. Oh. I'll have to look that up. Now, I'm looking at your book here, and I'm seeing some wonderful things. And this is a wonderful book that I want to really recommend to people. The pictures are gorgeous. You would never know that you're making something that you have to kind of improvise on because they're, they're just beautiful pictures and they look like everything else, except yeah. that they're not made with wheat. They're made with almond flour. That's right. right. And uh, you know what? And before, I do want to make sure we talk about more suggestions because there's some... There's Go ahead. Wonderful. Okay. Entertaining ideas. Isn't it beautiful? I remember going over to my... Oh, wait a minute. You know what? We are already over time. Oh, I got so excited talking to both of you that we're going to have to take a break. Save all your entertaining suggestions for the next segment. My guests are Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass, authors of Grain Free Gourmet. If you have uh, problems with digestion or Crohn's or any other uh, issues um, that that you need to eat grain free, refined sugar free, and low lactose, this is the book and this is the interview for you. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everybody. We are back Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. I always say I'm so happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now. So do I. That's why Positive Living is here. We bring you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. Today is no exception. My guests today are Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass, and their book is Grain-Free Gourmet. They're living proof of the healing powers of food that they create. They were both diagnosed with debilitating diseases and turned to the specific carbohydrate diet. Jody Bagger is the president of J.K. Gourmet, a Canadian almond flour baked goods company and a baking services consultant, 
and Jenny Lass is a freelance medical writer and cooking instructor. And they talk a lot in classes and also with their books, and they're now going to write a second book. Their book is Grain-Free Gourmet, and you can log on to www.grainfreegourmet.com. And grain has a hyphen, freegourmet.com. Actually, no, it's no, it all one word with no hyphen. Okay, thank you. Welcome back, Jody and Jenny. All right. Tell us again the specific diseases that people really want to watch out for in terms of um, listening up and, and using your recipes. Sure. Uh, Crohn's, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, celiac disease, irritable bowel syndrome, autism, and, you know, even if you're just lactose intolerant. And you're looking for ways to get dairy into your diet. And diabetics. And, and, and not at diabetics, yes. yes. And not to mention, uh, well, yes to mention, of course, people who, uh, whose cholesterol, who have high cholesterol and have to lower their cholesterol either with their taking statins or they'd like to try it naturally as well. And uh, just to increase the almond intake in their, in their diet will help to, uh, to lower cholesterol levels. Uh, so our muffins are our muffins, our pizza, any of these things with the almond flour instead of the wheat flour is our wonderful food substitutes to increase the intake of almonds into your diet. Okay, that's great. All right, let's talk about uh, holiday preparations and things that you can do. Okay. Uh, oh, and I, before we took a break, I was just mentioning another another recipe. You know what? I went to a party once, and I was greeted at the door with a, a mug of soup. It's such a wonderful idea, and uh, we have and the best soup for that one in 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 our book I think is the sweet and spicy squash soup because it's not it's all pureed so there's there are no chunks so you can sip it but imagine meeting your guests your guests come in it's freezing cold outside well if you're anywhere near where we live which is in Canada it's cold outside they come in and you greet them with with a, a nice warm mug of soup. It's a perfect way to start entertaining and really get uh, everyone into into the eating mode. Mm. Okay, um, that that is good, and everybody loves. So many people love soup. Exactly. Yep. And then we have, and then wonderful crackers for the, your crackers and cheese that you lay out. Your low lactose cheeses, your cheddars, your Parmesan cheese, your brie's, all those cheeses. Um, we have some wonderful crackers. The these um, sesame Dijon crackers are my favorite. And uh, and and they are they are the first to go at any party. Whenever we when whenever I serve those and I serve triscuits on the I'm sorry any other cracker on the side they are the ones that go. Mm. Yep. And you know another thing to keep in mind when you're when you're trying to to prepare if you're actually if you're entertaining and you want to use the recipes from Grain Free Gourmet almond flour baked goods. Uh, and actually, most of the recipes in grain-free gourmet freeze and reheat really well. So if you want to do things in advance, which of course takes a load off your shoulders the day of or the day before, if you want to do things in advance, you can. You could, you know, if you, if you wanted to serve people cookies, you could make a batch a week ahead of time or two weeks or three weeks, pop them in the freezer, and then thaw them out the day of or the day before. They even come to life again if you pop them in the microwave for a few seconds. So there are all sorts of options that help uh, making entertaining easier for you like that. Interesting. What about if you are a guest in someone's home? That can be tricky. Yeah. You have these restrictions on your diet. Yeah, it, it can be challenging because you don't want to place demands on a host when you're coming and you have food sensitivities and you know there's going to be dinner or buffet or something, you don't want to place extra demands on a host, but at the same time, hosts feel terrible if you show up and say nothing. They're like, oh, if I'd only known, you know, I would have brought out some fruit for you or something I knew you could eat. So if you've been invited, my advice is if you've been invited to a party, especially if it's a formal sit-down dinner, say, hey, that's great, I'm really excited about coming, just so you know, I have some food sensitivities. It would be really helpful for me if you could let me know what's on your, what you're planning to have on your menu. And once they give you their, their planned menu, then you can figure out from there how you want to handle it, whether you just want to bring some of your own food to fill in gaps, so maybe they have a meat dish. So you always tell them ahead of time. Um, I, I really feel that that is the best way to handle it, but don't handle it in, in the so don't phone out and say, look, I have food sensitivities, you need to cook for me. It's just polite, I think, instead of showing up and like not eating half the food, then, then your host will feel bad. And, so. then, and you can also offer and say, you know, can I bring a dessert? 
Exactly. Then you know that you're getting dessert because yeah, that's usually true. the tricky. Exactly. What if they say, well, sure, but tell me what it is? Then you tell them. Okay. You tell them and you give them, you give them the specifics and because maybe they're, they're just making, I mean, I went over to a friend's house the other day and they were making a, a stir fry and she knew that I had limitations. She said, what can't you eat? I said, well, is there sugar in your stir fry? And she said, yeah. I said, well, would you substitute it for honey? And she said, sure. And so we all... Now, you know what? I want to ask you about that. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to ask you, because there's a controversy about honey. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, honey is is really loaded with sugar. I know it's not as refined. And then I've had people say, well, you should should substitute sorghum or there's, there's something else. There's another kind of a sugar, if I can remember the name of it. Agave you know what? They're, they're all sugars. They're all sugars. And, you know, sugar, really when it comes down to it, sugar is sugar. We use honey because uh, the people in our community find it easier to digest than refined sugars. And that's why we use it. It's not necessarily, it does have a little bit more nutritional value, but, when, you know, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be having a lot of sugar no matter what kind of sugar it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what, what's the one, there's a couple of things. One you squirt into your tea, do little drops. What am I thinking of? Saccharin? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a natural. It's natural. You can buy it in the health food store. Oh, um, uh, I can't remember. I know. I'm. I'm. I'll have to think I know about what you're that. saying, and I'm. Yeah, it's a. It's a. Oh, uh, it begins with an S, and it'll come to me. It's um. Stevia, Stevia, S T E V I A. Yeah, and that's supposed to be very good for you. Uh, for a, we we cannot eat it. There oh. are people who can. It's again the the whole issue with uh, whether something is a single sugar or or has a, uh, two sugar molecules or or uh, or poly- it's all digestibility. Yeah, just got it. Down to that. Got it. Okay. All right, and honey is digesti- easily digestible then. Yes. Some people find it easier to digest than any other sugar. And even maple syrup I have trouble with. I mean, it's not on the diet, but I've tried the occasional, you know, in my 90-10 universe, I tried the occasional blop of maple syrup, and I always regret it. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk. Um, what else do we want to say about being a guest? Um, well, yeah, you have to feel out the situation. I mean, if you have a very close, like I have a number of very close friends who will sometimes host dinner parties, and they always know, you know, by now they are, they know my the, the SCD better than I do probably, and they, they completely adapt things for me, or they'll thaw out a piece of chicken that they had uh, in the freezer, and everyone will, else will have something else. So you have to really feel out the situation, and sometimes if I'm really stuck, like I was on vacation in New York, uh, a few weeks ago, and I was invited to a brunch, and I assumed it would just be a casual strolling buffet-style brunch, and it turned out to be a formal sit-down brunch, which I wasn't prepared for, and if I had known that, I would have definitely contacted the host and just given her fair warning. So what I did was, uh, you know, if, if, I'm, if you're going someplace and you're really not sure about it, and you, if it's through a friend of a friend of a friend and you can't contact the host, I literally eat before I go. And now that's rare because obviously that takes some of the fun out of going. But, I, you know, part of it is being social as well. So I eat before I go, and if there's anything there that I can eat, then it's a bonus. And that's exactly what happened. I ate before I went, and sure enough, there are a whole bunch of things there that I couldn't eat. The host felt terrible. I felt bad, but I said to her, you know, it's not up to you. I don't worry about it because I ate before coming. I assumed I wouldn't be able to eat anything. Yeah. So sometimes it, it can get a little bit awkward, but most of the time hosts are really willing to, uh, you know, include one more thing on their menu that you can eat. Mm-hmm. I, I think you have to assume that it's rude not to tell. That's right. It's, it's. I know that I would be very upset if someone came to my house and said, oh, well, I actually, I can't eat any of that. Yeah. I was like, well, I invited you. Why didn't you tell me? Yes. I think that we yes. have to assume it's rude or not to tell and that they're, and that people are very, very helpful and, and everyone wants you to, uh, no one wants you to get sick at their table and everyone wants to accommodate you. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Yeah. All right, um, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to do some more food tips and some more things for people over the holidays. And certainly, folks, um, you can call us. We're always here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. 
and we certainly love to hear from you. And the number is 866-472-5788. You can log on to the website, which is grainfreegourmet.com. My guests today are Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass, and they are co-authors of Grain Free Gourmet. And this is a cookbook for folks that are having tolerances to grain, sugar, and, and low lactose so that you can eat. They give you lots of low lactose recipes as well. Delicious recipes for healthy living. Stay tuned. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and Free Your Mind. Open your heart and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on voiceamericaradio.com. Visit our website at www.westcoastbusinessreview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily. From hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products, get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America channel. Living the green life for a human, healthy, and planet-friendly lifestyle. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Positive Living Again. I have a great show for you. My guests are Jody Bagger and Jenny Lass. They are co-authors of Grain-Free Gourmet, a Delicious Recipes for Healthy Living. And they developed these recipes a few years ago when they met at a class. And they were sufferers of digestive disorders and problems. And they offered a winning solution to avoid the ingredients that your body can't digest. And they've done that in their own book called Grain-Free Gourmet. There are actually 70 million North Americans affected by digestive diseases that cause them to suffer after eating such ordinary foods as pizza. All right, so we're talking about cooking tips and assistance that make it simple to forego staple ingredients that most of us can't imagine living without, such as sugar, wheat flour, and fluid milk. Welcome back, Jenny and Jody. Thank you. All right, what do you want us to know in the last, seven minutes in terms of to have a really great holiday, but we have intolerances to these foods. Well, something I wanted to mention quickly, because I know we were talking at the very beginning about um, eating on the go and eating on the run, and I, I, I mean, absolutely, you should make things in advance. Like I said, the almond flour freezes and reheats and thaws really well, and you can, you know, make muffins and pop one, pop an extra on your purse, and then you'll have a healthy snack on the run. But it is possible, I wanted to mention, to eat out and still be healthy in the holiday season and even eat on the go from restaurants. When I was in New York, I was 
stunned at how easy it was for me to find SCD-friendly food. Okay. And, All right. What do you eat in a restaurant? Well, um, uh, like uh, meat and a pile of vegetables. That's the simplest thing. You know, then, fish... Yeah, the, the, the thing that we discovered, first of all, there are two things you've disco- uh, we've discovered, or I, I personally, and I know Jenny concurs with this, that the more expensive the restaurant, the easier it is for them to accommodate you. Sure, because they, they make more natural foods. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the more ethnic the restaurant. Yes. So, Greek yes. restaurants, you can always get fabulous grilled fish. Italian mm-hmm. restaurants, same thing. You can get... Uh, 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 what about the pasta? Oh, well, you don't eat the pasta, but you eat the grilled calamari. Yeah. Um, you know, so so there are lots of lots of foods in all these restaurants, and I've got to tell you, I've had more head chefs and owners of restaurants come out and talk to me at my table to see what I can and cannot eat, mm. because no one wants me to get sick in their restaurant, mm-hmm. and they want me to come back. Mm-hmm. Now, what about salad and dressing? Let's talk about salad and dressing. Well, this is what I subsisted off when I was in New York running around, scurrying around, sightseeing in the day, is that there were all these places that sold cheap, fresh, organic salads, and then they would have salad dressing on the side. Now, salad dressing can have a lot of things in it. We have wonderful salad dressing recipes in Grain Free Gourmet, and I know Jody would sometimes bring her own salad dressing to, uh, to a restaurant. And if you're on the go and there doesn't seem to be an adequate salad dressing at the restaurant where you're at or the cafeteria where you're picking something else um, off at, sometimes you can do your own quick, you know, oil and vinegar. Maybe a little um, mustard. Uh, that's right. You know, um, there are the vinaigrettes are, are often pretty good places to start. A balsamic, some mm-hmm. kinds of balsamics mm-hmm. are good. And it's oil. And Olive oil. oil. Yeah. That's right, any oil. Um, you know, I read something that apple cider vinegar can really heal a lot of things. Um, what do you I, feel about, I mean, absolutely taking apple cider vinegar? I use, oh, taking it. Taking it. Um, um, I, I use it in cooking, but I, yeah. I certainly haven't read anything. I haven't come across any clinical trials that have, you know, looked at the efficacy of, of apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, I can't really comment. But you do cook with it? Yeah. Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. All right, keep going. We have a few more minutes. What else do we want to do at holidays? What, well, now, what about dessert? What if we're in that restaurant and we're in a very fancy okay. restaurant okay, and well, we I want something? Can we have anything? Yeah, fruit. You can always have fruit. But i got to tell you, you know what? When in doubt, stick a couple of things that you made at home in your pocket. My, I have three sisters, and we go out for dinner, and they say my purse is like a circus car. Because <laughs> <laughs> more, more things come out of it than they ever That's imagined cute. could ever That's fit so in. And, you know, so the salad dressing comes out, and then suddenly oh. everyone's yeah. eating my dessert, and they want <laughs> my biscotti, and they want my... I love it. Well, you know, I I want to comment here. Now, I'm going to be very deep and holistic and spiritual, okay, and mystical. I think what's so incredible is, you know, you both have had a disease that's tough, a digestive disease, and you could be home now, not only in the bathroom, but you could be, woe is me, isn't this disgusting, I can't do it, everyone, and you've not only turned it around, but you've made it joyous, and you've made it joy-filled. And that's what I pick up that's so special. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. It's exactly the message. I mean, you have. Yeah. I mean, even that other people are eating your food. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny. And you know what? It's, it, it is far-reaching. And I've got to tell you, we've come a long way. And what's really exciting is that last year we got a phone call from one of the preeminent spas in Ontario. Oh. They asked us to come in and teach their chef how to cook our way. And now 25% of their menu is grain-free. St. Anne's Spa. Okay, this is St. Anne's Spa in Ontario. And this is so important because the mainstream is picking up on this. And they realize that they have to accommodate people who have food issues, and it's going to get easier and easier as the years go on for people like us to eat joyously mm-hmm. outside of our homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I you know what's interesting? If you, yeah. Don't forget what you were just going to say, but if you hadn't had this, you wouldn't have created this whole system. I know. So the, out of this negative came a positive that not only helped you, but it's helping millions of other people. And, yeah. it, and now it's our lives. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I have a rule. If it isn't absolutely delicious, I don't eat it. I'm Otherwise, what's the point? I'm the same way. Well, I, a nice thing with the chocolate. You know, I'll go for, out for dessert, and I'm, not, I'm just not going to eat it if it, it just uh, I have to knock my socks off. <laughs> you know, and I, I think yes. that's, that's good advice. And Wonderful. that's how we feel about food. So if people are trying our recipes, they've got to know that we are that discerning. And, um, and you can trust us. With this book, 
you're only going to taste, you're going to eat stuff that you don't want to stop eating. Absolutely. All right, uh, we're coming to a close. So please give our listeners the one tip, if they get nothing else out of this program on grain-free gourmet with intolerances, what, what's your message? There are always options. There are always options. Grain-free gourmet is about giving people options and helping them to rediscover the joy of eating. And uh, and mine is mine isn't isn't as prosaic, but um, when you're when you're sick as a dog and you're faced with something like this, my what I always say to people is I'd rather spend two hours in the kitchen than two hours in the bathroom any day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you both so much for coming on the program. Thank you for having mm-hmm. us. Thank you. Stay on the line, both of you. Okay. Folks, next week, my guest is Audrey Brashish. She is a former teen model and an editor and writer for major teen magazines. Tune in as she discusses popular definitions of female success and beauty, demystifies confusing media messages, and offers teens and parents strategies for making changes. And here's the copy of her book. She has been on major talk shows, and I found her on one of the major talk shows and wrote to her and said, you've got to come on my show. Her book is all made up, A Girl's Guide to Seeing Through Celebrity Hype and Celebrating Real Beauty. And it's really a very special book. Log on to AudreyBrashish.com, B-R-A-S-H-I-C-H, and tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for that program. Folks, it's a wonderful honor and pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you these programs. You can log on to my website, RaskinResources.com. My book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, is in revision in its second edition and will be out shortly. And you can also listen to all of the shows that are archived on the site. So until next time, I love you all. My motto is stay healthy, stay happy, stay with beautiful people who support you, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great day. Listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. 